Hello and welcome to The Yarn, Australian Wool Innovations podcast. I'm Marius Cumming. Korea is a country you may not immediately think of with wool, but it's an important wool customer. And in a few minutes, we'll head there and to Paris, where we hear directly from one of the winners of the International Woolmark Prize. But how could we not start with talk of the wool market? The calendar year has started with quite a bang as prices have lifted considerably. The Eastern Market Indicator reaching 14.39 as trade resumed after the three-week recess. And as AWI trade consultant Scott Carmody says, now, in early February, the demand is still strong. The sentiment's positive. I mean, um, we can only judge on what people are prepared to pay us on a day-to-day basis for the wool. They're still prepared to pay today's price. Now, generally speaking, if you're selling wool forward, you generally have to, like a futures market here for a grower, you can't expect to get today's price, you know, selling two or three months down the track. At the moment, you can. You, you can expect to get that price. People are hungry to get set overseas to ensure that their factories have enough, uh, if you like, cannon fodder to feed their machines. And this is what's happening at the moment. Uh, the hand-to-mouth buying that's um, ruling the, the, the methods of buying at the moment ensures that there's probably only these days, Marius, a six-week, seven-week stock of wool in front of machines. So therefore, any rise or fall in the market is highly exaggerated. So the, the peaks are higher and the troughs are lower. So the forward markets uh, look historically very attractive for uh, pretty much all Merino microns. Are many uh, growers taking that up? Is there, is there much sort of forward selling happening? Yes, there, there is. Um, I mean, through our, our trading platform, which is now all consolidated into the one Ryman trading platform, which incorporates the Southern Aurora platform as well, um, they're seeing now between 80 and 120 tonnes per week. That's that's quite good levels. I mean, obviously, it pales in insignificance compared to what we're actually selling on a weekly basis. But you know, that's a that's a good positive signal that you know wool growers are looking at options of covering. Um, some of those those contracts, you know, quite unbelievably to me because we we're seeing trades on on the physical. Uh, we will see two to three months maximum forward. Um, we're seeing trades on those futures boards now extend out to 12 months, which is quite quite encouraging. Obviously, at the discount, as we said to the, the to the spot price, but um, for people to be willing to take forward contracts on wool 12 months or longer, uh, that's very encouraging for the market. In the latest uh, monthly market intelligence piece, there's a bit of discussion about supply versus demand. In that. Uh, Demand, genuine demand is driving this market. How does that manifest itself? Generally, it manifests itself after we've written the contract. <laughs> so, if, if um, yeah, it's obviously now since 2012 that, that there is a change. Uh, probably earlier than that, probably back as far as 2010, you know, we've been seeing a consistent and steady demand improvement in wool. Um, not just from China, um, but the Indian market in particular, and also you know the European users that have survived the carnage that was you know 2007 to 2010 through the GFC, they're regaining their strength. So we're seeing some good strong buying emanating out of Italy in particular, some good strong mills operating out of India, and that is exposing itself into our market. So that you can see and, and analyse the type differentials now. Um, very clearly of destinations for wool, um, and that, that, that is exposed every day through, through the open cry auction. So the cynics would say 
well, this is just supply driven in that there's less wool to buy, therefore it should be, it, it's the yeah, demand has stayed nah, the same. Are you saying it's more than that? No, I, I think I think all the numbers that we're looking at, we're actually seeing an increase in supply this year um, and the, an increase in price. To any analyst or any any market follower, that 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 can only mean you know if you take it back to very simple supply versus demand, demand has improved because supply has increased. So demand is improving for our fibre. That's wool buyer and AWI trade consultant Scott Carmody. One of the main programs AWI conducts to influence demand for wool is the International Wool Mark Prize. The winners for both men and women's wear were announced recently in Paris. AWI fashion editor Mitchell Oakley-Smith caught up with Matthew Dainty of Cotweiler, who took out the men's wear award. And apart from the large amount of media attention the award brings, it opens doors with larger retailers and a handy amount of prize money. One of the big things that um, we've sort of realised on the lead up and also kind of having won last night and woken up this morning is the kind of press attention, I guess, on a sort of global level. Um, and for us to kind of reach that broader customer is, is really important. You know, we've been very kind of underground for quite a long time and we've grown very slowly. And I think this is really the right way to sort of have that kind of experience so, yeah, it's really exciting to kind of have that kind of outreach. And, and, and how about uh, the prize money? I mean, what sort of uh, role will that play over the next 12 months of your business? Yeah, well, I guess a couple of things. One of the main things that we want to use the money for is to develop and carry on developing our own fabrics. Um, it's something we've been doing on a small scale. I think it's really important for any brand to have unique fabrics. And so for us to work with our mills and continue to do that and invest that money into developing new fabrics is definitely something we'll be doing but also you know there's a lot of pitfalls to being a young designer working with big department stores um, so to kind of uh, bridge that gap and facilitate bigger orders I mean it's really going to help get to that stage. And obviously the fabric development of this collection was what uh, the judges said you know led to your winning of the award yeah. and, and it was incredibly innovative the way you bridge sportswear and fashion. Yeah. How did you go about working with Marina Wool in what sort of a sportswear context? Yeah, well, I mean, one of the things that was a challenge was um, a lot of the stuff that we do has a lot of structure to it, and it's very clean as well. Um, so for the regional competition, the fabric that we developed, uh, we bonded one of our technical uh, waterproof nylons to a merino mix, um, and that gave it kind of a structure and also the sort of Kottweiler aesthetic. We do a lot of bonding anyway so that you can kind of flip panels and stuff like this. Um, so yeah, that's um, kind of one, one of the fabrics of the collection is a kind of bonded nylon with the merino. The other ones have got, um, uh, the 100% merino is a base layer as well. So that's kind of more about form fitting, um, under layers, um, and obviously with the kind of technical properties that merino has, it's sort of perfect for sportswear. I mean, the funny thing is that we're real geeks about fabric and we've been doing a lot of research and we're always doing, we go to Premier Vision and we're always kind of researching uh, the technical properties of fabric. And we didn't realise that Merino actually sort of shares most of those with the man-made fabrics we've been using and it's a, a natural process as well. So it's been uh, great learning about all of that as well. Absolutely. And do you think that this sort of 
education that you've had with merino wool and and the way you've used it in this collection will feed into your collections more broadly going forward for sure yeah and also to kind of have that certification i think is really important and um, we already uh, work with the mills that i just spoke about some italian mills and we use a lot of their labeling in our garments um, and we feel it kind of adds value you know and people should know what they're buying in terms of quality and function so for sure like to have that kind of certification in a garment i think is you know is really really great and it does add Add value to the collection and also you know I think we can explore a little bit more of what's out there we've had quite a short period to develop stuff so I think there's a lot more we can do with it definitely well congratulations again on the award thank you very much thank you fashion designer Matthew Dainty one half of Cottweiler winners of the menswear category of the International Walmart Prize check out their designs at merino.com they will be in store at David Jones later this year. Matthew was speaking there with AWI's Mitchell Oakley-Smith. Korea is a big consumer of wool. Woolmark recently showcased various wool products and a virtual farm tour as part of the Australia Day promotion in Seoul, where our country manager, Mr Lee, spoke with Min from betting brand Mary Queen and AWI's John Roberts, who said the event showed wool in a new light to Korean consumers. People are actually walking in here and they're actually seeing wool uh, used in contemporary ways mm. uh, and ways they never actually realised wool could be used. No, okay. As you say, in, in sportswear um, in, you know, and, and highlighting all the benefits of moisture management, of odour management mm. uh, and, and seeing it in those less traditional ways of suiting and, and, and knitwear but also yep. now in, in very much in, in contemporary, uh, very functional forms. Mm. So it's, it's, it is, it's a great opportunity to, to actually educate people about wool and, 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 the, and the uses of it. And now I'm with uh, Min, who's a uh, wool bedding manufacturing retailer. Now, I, uh, Mary Queen, uh, her company, is uh, investigating in, uh, investigating uh, opportunity of ocean wool for uh, their beddings. Do you see your plan for uh, merino, uh, no, no, ocean wool traceability and uh, replacing uh, other, uh, other wools to, to ocean wool? Our company tried to explain how how wool is good mm -hmm. to people in moisture ability or other things. Yeah. So even Jubat also wool is painted other materials, jackets, sportswear, other things. Mm -hmm. So we try to collaborate with other materials and develop some kind of a new product. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. You have already uh, developed uh, merino wool uh, beddings already. Yes, already. But you are you are uh, trying trying uh, to uh, replace uh, European wools. Yes. To Australian Australian wool. Yes. Yeah. For yes. Dubai. Yes. Okay. In this year, we try to use Australian wool. Okay. Actually, good, good. yes. Actually, we use the French wools, mm -hmm. but in this year, we try to change the wool types. So we know the better wool in Australia. So okay. yes, we, yeah. Okay. This, this year is a very challenging for American. Yes. Okay. Uh, one 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 thing yeah, I'd like yeah, to yes. add there, uh, Mr. Lee, was uh, I think it's very exciting what 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 Queen are doing here because they are. Uh, from, from AWI's perspective, mm -hmm. you know, we don't just support 
uh, Australian merino wool growers, but we're also yep. supporting crossbred wool growers. Oh, uh, yes, yes. This is a very exciting, and mm-hmm. the crossbred market in Australia is growing mm-hmm. for, because of the meat price. Mm-hmm. And this is an opportunity for um, for us to actually support some of those crossbred wool growers. And th- 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 that 30, 30 micron plus category okay. fits very well into this into the bedding market mm-hmm. for its springiness and its ability to yep. insulate. Okay. Uh, so this, I think this is quite, a, quite an exciting uh, innovation okay. or, or progression for the industry. And it's very great. It's wonderful that Mary okay. Queen are so interested in this. AWI's John Roberts there with Career Country Manager for Woolmark, Mr. Lee. So I hope you have enjoyed this episode of the yarn, a pretty well-travelled episode, and I look forward to catching up with you soon. Goodbye for now.